Hi, my name is Hazel Jennings, and this is The Hardest Part, a podcast where I talk to people about the hardest part of something they've experienced, good or bad, and then edit our conversation down to an episode short enough that you could listen to it over a single cup of coffee, or tea, or whiskey. For my first episode, I interviewed my friends Spencer and Brian Rinkus. Uh, They are twin brothers who live in San Francisco, and they talked about the hardest part of going bald in their 20s. Uh, Oh, and one thing, because I didn't know this before talking to them, um, at at a few points they use the phrase guard off, um, and what they mean is they're taking the guard off of a set of electric clippers um, that they were using to cut their hair themselves in their bathrooms, Um, and so when you take the guard off, you're no longer trying to preserve any length of hair. Um, Okay, anyway, uh, here it is. I hope that you like it. I'm Spencer Rinkus. I'm a resident of San Francisco, California, and a brother of this guy to my right here. Yeah, I'm I'm Brian Rinkus, and I'm your brother, and also a resident of San Francisco. And we're in your house, but I don't live here. I live in Mission. What are we talking about today? So you, uh, if I understand this correctly, are starting a podcast called The Hardest Thing. Hardest part. Hardest, Hardest part. part. Hardest God, part. the branding is so important. You <laughs> idiot. Hardest part. Dumb. So uh, you asked me what we should talk about, and there's like a number of things. We ran off a few ideas talking about like the hardest part of being the same, which could like be a twin or something. Yeah. Um, we like, our dad died, but that's like sad. So we talk about that. And, like it's go not, that. I don't want to talk about that today. And thought, you know, it'd be funny. We both uh, are bald. We had lost our hair. So... Uh, yeah, so we thought it would be fun to talk about the hardest part of losing your hair, uh, as I guess as a male in your 20s. We lost our hair. I started losing it at 22, um, t- and then we, Spencer started losing it when he was 25. Um, I shaved it off all when I was probably like 23, 24. You did it when you were like 27, 28. Yeah. Uh, now we're 32, and we are both fully bald guys who shave their heads. Yeah. So I was the first one to like actually accept that I was losing my hair. And so I bought Rogaine and I like had it. And I remember on the package it says, when you use this, you'll actually lose what hair you have because like new hair will start to grow. I was like, fuck that. I I gotta hold on to this stuff. Um, And then I actually, I never once used it. Uh, And I remember, I remember the moment when I decided to shave it. I was was playing on this rec league softball team and I was sitting next to this, I was on the bench watching the, I should have been on the bench more often because I was terrible. This was in Santa Cruz, right? Yeah. Um, and I was sitting on the bench next to this guy, Kenny. We were watching our team at bat. And he's bald. And I was like, hey, when did you shave your head? And he was like, he told me when. I don't remember. Um, but then he said, when are you going to shave yours? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, because you're totally, you're totally losing your hair. Like, you're, you're, you're definitely bald. Um, and I was like, yeah, I know. I've been, like, waiting a long time to actually do it. And he was like, actually, the... Like the moment I shaved my head was like the most like liberating, glorifying thing in my life because I realized that like I wasn't hiding anything anymore. And so I, I shaved it and like anytime I walked into a room, I didn't have to wonder whether or not those people like knew that I was going bald or if I was like playing the game where they, um, they couldn't tell yet. And so I was working for this like digital ad tech company, which is somehow still around. Um, and I remember like seeing, I remember like being in the, in the bathroom at that company and looking in the mirror and just being like, this is so, this is bad. This is <laughs> stupid. 
Um, and then I was, I was dating this gal at the time named Brittany, who's fantastic, Brittany, if you're listening. And I took the guard off and I asked Brittany to like shave my head because I thought I wouldn't be able to do it. Um, and then, yeah, she did it. And I remember we like took, it took a long time. Um, and at the end, I remember looking in the mirror and being like, this is good. This is like easy and normal and what I look like. And I think Spencer for the first time saw that too. And was like, oh, you're your head is not oddly shaped. Um, you don't look different than you did before, actually, when you were clinging on to those 10 strands of hair. Um, yeah, and so I, I think it was more than it being like a big moment. It was like a like an important and pivotal moment and a success. It was it was a, a nice, it was, it was a, a surprise and a, a good moment because I think we both were very happy with how it, it turned out. And I remember actually Brian telling me that story about this dude Kenny that was like, it's liberating to to own what you're doing. You're not gonna hear this, Kenny, but you changed my life. <laughs> I mean, you are. This is gonna be such a successful podcast. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, if I just shave it, then like I'm taking control of what's happening up there, and like I'm gonna. This is what I look like now, mm-hmm. and so sort of do the the flip of like, well, um, this this can just be like one less decision that I have to make in my life because this is something that is out of my control. Yeah. And I I was self-conscious about it for a pretty long time. Uh and it and like people would like make jokes about it and you're it's you're like realizing that it sucks and this is an experience that a lot of people have. Like it sucks when people talk about the thing you're most insecure about. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're like you're losing your hair, you're bald, and like, or this, or like when people you start to notice that people reference you as the bald guy, and you're like, oh, I've never thought about my. That's not how I reference myself. I don't think of myself as the bald guy. I'm just like me, and this is what I look like, or maybe not. I think another part that's really difficult is when you're in that period, thinking that you might be losing your hair, but you're not totally sure, and you're hoping that it's just something that you notice, nobody else does. Is is people making side comments or comments that they don't realize actually have any impact on you or are, I wouldn't say hurtful, but they're just, they're, they're kind of calling out this insecurity that's so great in, in yourself. Um, I remember like being at summer camp and, and Kevin Cole one time saying, Hey man, your hair is, you're looking pretty thin up top. And I just like, <laughs> <laughs> my eyes get like big, like saucers. I'm just like, no, like, no, <laughs> it's actually happening. Um, and so, you know, people will just mention that without realizing that, of course, it's like your greatest insecurity. Um, Everyone, and so it's yeah. very, it's very difficult getting those little kind of just like hits to your ego over time when, you know, uh, basically your, your greatest fear is just realized. Um, yeah. And it sucks. And it's really difficult to, it's kind of the same thing about, um, you know, when you're, when you're overweight or gaining weight or struggling with your weight. And people make comments about how one person is very attractive because they're thin or this person isn't because they're heavy or this person has no control. Look how big they are. You know, it's like, or, yeah, if I you're see. the larger person in the group, which I've been, you're just like, oh, fuck. Like, is that like you're talking about me specifically, even though you don't realize it and you don't realize that that is hurtful to me. It's kind of the same thing with losing your hair where you, you have those exact same moments. Or people talk about like how great someone else's hair is or like how this person like has awesome hair or this new haircut and you're just like, these are conversations that will never be had about me, that's for sure. Um, so I think a lot of things that like people talk about you don't realize or that when they say out loud, they don't realize that like they, they impact you in that way. No. Yeah. I remember the first time I actually like buzzed my head 
I was, I was in the line in bath in the bathroom, and uh, there was another guy with like a uh, who had like the same look. It was like bald head, little like scruffy beard and glasses. And I was like jokingly, "Hey man, I like your look," you know. Um, and he was like, "Hey, yeah, yours too." And I was like, "Well, I actually just like did this for the first time yesterday." He's like, "Oh, dude, you look good with it. You rock it." And I was like, "Thank you. That's so nice of you to say." And I I'll, like always remember like hearing that, and I remember telling you, and you're like, "Yeah, that's cool." It's, it's yeah. nice. It's like a whole community out here. I remember a very similar thing being at his bachelor party in Montreal. Uh, we all went out. Like he had some sort of like promoter guy that was like taking us around Montreal, whatever. We go to this like club. And Sounds extravagant. There's a guy that is dressed like, looks just like me. He's got an Oxford shirt on. He's got jeans on. Oh, he's got his uniform he's on. He's bald and has glasses. But, and people, somebody came up to me and was like, you got to take a picture with my buddy. You guys look the same. At this time, I had not decided to fully like go all the way with my hair, guard off, but he had. And then I looked over at him and I was like, that guy looks kind of dope actually. And he was <laughs> like, and he was like the dude in that other group that was like dancing with confidence. He had like some girls he was dancing with. They looked like they were having fun. And I was like, wait, you want me to take a picture with that guy? Cause you think we look the same? Like, all right. And then, and then from that moment, I was like, you know, when I go home, I'm going to like shave this all the way. Yeah. Cause like that guy was rocking it. Like, and I think the most important thing in any man's who's going bald or balding's life is that decision to shave it for the first time. I think the the second you do it and you look at yourself in the mirror and you realize like this doesn't actually, I don't know what I was hiding from. This actually looks fine. This looks like me. This looks like what people expect of me and probably what they already see when they look at me. Um, that moment is like by far the most important and like, I mean, honestly, it's like changed my life. Um, and then I think what, what is also important is like, once you are bald or really accept that you're bald, um, you see every other guy out there who's bald. Um, you just start to like notice that there's way more people than you expected. And actually it's kind of nice because now that you're part of that community, you see them, but before you didn't really, like, I didn't really notice that there were so many bald guys out there. I think because they all just rock the look and they like just blend in yeah. and they blend in. And it's, it's not like something that defines who they are as people where when you're balding, you think that it is. And so you're afraid to like go that route. And so it's nice to be a part of that community. And I, yeah, I mean, actually every time I like see a dude that's like rocking the same, so I was in a like, meeting the other day and I was like, I like your hairstyle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like a, yeah, I think, I think it's too. nice. It's, it's positive reinforcement to see that over and over again that like, there are a bunch of dudes out there that are doing just fine. You know, you'll see some guy with a, a beautiful woman or a beautiful guy. And, uh, and you'll be like, Oh, this, this is, this like works for everybody. And it doesn't actually matter. Um, you look around, you see like there are men with male pattern baldness everywhere. Yeah. We were just in Hawaii That's crazy. and I was like, Josh, Brian, look up, look around this beach. Every single guy is losing his hair. And that might be like a particular kind of person that vacations in Hawaii. Like, I, think I don't so. know. Um, but like, you look around and once you start to notice the horseshoe or like the monk yeah. thing going on, you're like, that guy's losing his hair. That guy's losing his hair. He's trying to like hide it. And you're just like, I can get ahead of these questions. Are there any points that it was really hard? Like you're talking about how good it was to finally feel in control. Are there moments that you felt really out of control? And I can speak to that. I think it's in the pictures before you've decided to fully shave it off and you see pictures of yourself from different angles than you can see in the mirror. You, the hair on the top of your head gets so much lighter. Yeah. And so there's like this very clear line where like the hair that will stay 
is showing itself, and the hair that's going to go away is like becoming clear. It's like Michael basically. J. Fox in Back to the Future. So yeah, it's like it's it's vanishing away, and so you see pictures of yourself from different angles than you're used to, and that and before you've made the decision to cut it, you're just like you see the way that other people see you. Um, it's not like a bad thing, but you realize that like you've got a thing going on that like you might not have noticed. And then, so you spend like, some time wrestling with like, well, what to do with it. And ultimately you just have to make the decision that like, this is happening. <laughs> but I guess, I mean, to your point, Hazel, like some people don't make that decision, I think. And so we're, I think, happy that we did. And I think there's guys out there all over that are struggling with like how they are going to, how they're going to shape their hairstyle to make it look like they're not going bald. And that is the hardest part is just like trying to put on this front and it's mostly for yourself. Like everybody else can tell and it's pretty obvious and you realize that later, but you're putting on this, this show basically. And it's just to like trick yourself to probably give you more confidence because that's, what's most important. And so if you can convince yourself that you look a certain way, then then you'll have that confidence that you're looking for. Yeah, and it all comes down to experience. And so it takes a while to realize that like you can just be bald and people won't see you any different. But like when you're losing your hair, when you're thinking about cutting it off, and when you finally do, like you need a couple of years like of just having it shaved to like fully come to terms with like this is what I look like. Well, and also understand the interactions you have with people and like if it has any impact on those and years of taking that in and experience and like acting on those experiences. Like I can remember when I, uh, like when I was sort of in the in-between phase, I, I, but I knew that I was losing my hair, even though I hadn't totally shaved it off. I used to, I went through this phase of making a lot of like jokes about it, about like being the bald guy. And you like, you do that as a way to like cope with it. Cause you think, you think you're being confident in like letting people know that you know that this is happening. But, and I remember my friend, Nick Miller, there's like, no elephant in the room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but my buddy telling me, he was like, why do you, why do you do He's like, people like you, you're attractive. Like, why do you, why do you clown on yourself so hard? Like you, that's unnecessary to do so. Or like, why bring it up? What's the hardest part of going bald? Realizing that it's happening. Yeah. Yes. Accepting that this is a, this is a decision that you're making, or this is a decision that's being made for you. The hardest part is making that decision of whether or not you're going to own it and just be someone that is like confident and like this is what you look like or if you're going to try and ride it out as long as possible because those years like you think you can do it you yeah. think you, you think you've got it um you think you think other people don't notice but they I actually yeah for sure i mean the hardest part of going bald is is looking in the mirror every day and trying to gauge whether or not people are going to like find you out um, and once you realize that they already have <laughs> and you like show yourself to the world as everybody already sees you, it's, it's, um, it's liberating. So yeah, the hardest part is, is looking at yourself every day and wondering whether or not other people see what you see. Oh wait, I do have one more question. What was it like for you to lose your hair first, Brian? Like, um, what, what, did you like resent Spencer or? No, I, I think... Losing my hair first and being a twin. I mean, I think it's interesting because being a twin, everybody always compares you to the other person. And so um, I guess it's it's difficult, but I also think that I was fortunate enough to, to reach a period where I was, I mean, we talked earlier, we've talked in this podcast about how it's, it's a really good liberating feeling to actually shave your head. So I got to actually reach that moment first, which 
um, was really nice for me. Um, I think that, I mean, it's, I, there's, there's been a lot like going on or there was a lot going on at that time. Like I, I think I mentioned this earlier, but I also like have like struggled with my weight my whole life. And so in addition to being the fat twin, I also was the balding twin. Um, so I think probably because I was dealing with the, the weight thing as well, it wasn't as big of a deal. Cause I was just like the Quasimodo of the group, um, <laughs> for that time. And that's fine. So I, I don't think it was a bigger hit than I was already taking. Oh my god, dude, that's like broke my heart. <laughs> it's a sad life I've lived. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just being facetious. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay.